0: Flawcast, episode 141, Evil Incorporated. Get in the arena. We must not be frightened nor conjoled into accepting evil as deliverance from evil. We must go on struggling to be human. Robert Hayden. Flawcast, get in the arena. All right, we are back. It has been a while. You have let us know that you have missed us both. Mr. Tuckerson and I uh, are so excited to be back. Uh, Good morning, Carl. How are you?
1: Oh, good morning, Mr. William. I couldn't be better. Every now and then, you have to journey away so you can recalibrate the compass of life. And I think that's what we've done, and I'm ready to go. I hope everyone notices. A a difference, even better than before. That's my desire.
0: I I hope so, and I think so. And, you know, we are here in the new Flawcast world headquarters. And, uh, you know, in the interim, I've gotten married and bought a house and moved. And I know Carl has been doing Carl-type secret agent things.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) First of all, I'd like to commend the studio. I didn't think the other one could get better somehow. You've done it. You really know. pulled it off. I feel more at home in this studio. It's got a homey feel to it. Yeah, thank you. I, it, it might be this big recliner I'm it, I'm sitting in.
0: It could be. It could be the Lazy Boy. It um, could be. But, uh, and, and I'm not even done yet. So the missus has uh, been very gracious and given uh, a bunch of cool things to help make this look and feel like a proper place to dwell, <laughs> and uh, so want to thank her. Uh, but, you know, we honestly thank you to everyone who reached out and asked what's going on. Are we done? You know, or is there going to be more? Uh, that let us let us know that we're above the target, and at least the the five or six of you <laughs> that listen <laughs> regularly uh, missed us. So we do want to thank you, and uh, please share. As we are coming back and we're energized, I, I know just talking to Carl this week, I think there's a new synergy, a new refocusing, especially moving into the year of 2023. Uh, I, I know my heart, my spirit feels al- uh, alert. I'll say that. Uh, alert what's what's on the horizon. Uh, I think we're going to get into that with this episode today. Uh, but please share. We are everywhere you can listen to podcasts, Flawedcast, CLE. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, breaker anchor.fm we are on rumble under flawed inc you can find us on the project mockingbird social media facebook twitter instagram we are on parlor we are on getter and gab all under flawed inc there will be a link below to get a copy of my book, Smith's Heart of Man Repair Manual, as the birth of Christ, uh, the celebration of Christ Mass, is soon approaching. I think that's a great gift for the man or young man in your life, uh, and I am completely biased. But uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at flawedincle at gmail.com. Uh, but with that being said, it's Mr. Tuckerson's
1: second favorite time of the episode. All right, everyone, place your right hand over your left heart and repeat after us. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the
0: republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, so uh, this this episode, uh, Evil Incorporated, is... Uh, and Carl, jump in because I know you got a lot to say just based on what we've discussed. Uh, this episode is basically what I have noticed since we've been out. A, a, let me just rephrase a, a little sample of what I've noticed since we've been out and uh, been away, I should say. And my, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I, as we were getting all the finalization from selling my old house and moving to the new house, There was a lot of delays, and uh, we were just like, one Saturday afternoon, let's just go see a movie. So, uh, I, A, loving comic books, all things comic related, and then, two, really being a fan of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's films, thought, hey, let's go see his new movie, Black Adam. Now, Carl, have you seen the advertisements for Black Adam?
1: I have seen the advertisements. Okay. I have not seen the movie.
0: you are not seen the movie. Okay. So uh, I, I guess what I should say, and I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance, uh, spoiler alert, I am not recommending this film whatsoever. If you want to go see it, that's on your conscience, but I'm going to be telling you the synopsis and I'm going to be giving you some things that are happening in this film, and uh, some takeaways, not just as my wife and I watched the film, but as we were literally in the movie theater. So as I'm going to continue to set the scene, we walk in, the missus had to use other facilities, and Carl, I'm sure you know and you have seen films before, on the side of the wall, they always have a showcase of posters for films that are coming soon, correct? Correct. I'm going to set the stage. I'm kind of going in reverse order of my original notes, but I I want to kind of give you, the listener, the experience that I had going in. And I just want to preface this by saying, and I know this is something God's been speaking to me, and I certainly I know Carl too. Right now, it is imperative we have to begin to develop our sense of discernment like we never have before. And even if you're a Christian, if you're sitting in a church, uh, I, I have an experience I'm going to share with that as well, you have to develop a relationship with Holy Spirit that supersedes what you have previously known because we are going into days that have not been known before, I believe, regarding the quantity, and I hate to say it, the quality of the subversive and unsubversive evil uh, and blatant disregard to what I would say, even just a, a moral person, whether you subscribe to Christ as your savior or not, but just what a moral person would would uphold. So as I'm, the missus is doing her thing, I'm looking at these movies, and there were there were three posters, and the posters in this order: the first one is called "Pray for the Devil."
1: Wait. Did you say pray for the devil?
0: Pray for the devil.
1: Like P-R-E-Y or P-R-A-Y?
0: P-R-E as in Edward, yeah. Y. So obviously it's kind of a play on words. Wow. But the the, the in it, you can look up the poster. I'm going to read you the quick synopsis. It's a 2002 American supernatural horror film about a nun who trains as an exorcist under the Roman Catholic Church. And confronts demonic possession. Uh, okay, uh, the 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 picture alone, and I'm not like a prude by any stretch of the imagination, especially those who know me. But even the the poster was daunting. It, it was just it was it looked like a, a picture of the nun from like you can kind of tell it, it it's a nun from like the f- middle of the face down, and it, it's just disturbing. It's just a disturbing image, and obviously that's purposeful. So, the next, so if, if that, and I, you know, just with the look of your eye when you, when I read that to you, I could tell that the, just a the whole idea, and whether it's a play on words or not, but pray for the devil. It's, it's, it, a, it's, it's,
1: a, it's definitely not unintentional. It, it's, a, now, the, yeah. the actual specific reason or purpose that the creator, had we don't really 100% know but when you're talking of discernment and we have to heighten our spirit for discernment those are the situations that you have to have an antenna that goes up that says there is an intention here this is not just urban cowboy this is not just jaws right okay movies for entertain about a cowboy and a shark right this is different okay that's where discernment comes in i myself don't know the 100 percent the in-depth intended purpose that that creator had but i can tell you that it is of no good specifically I don't know what that is but when you're saying discernment some people may not even really know what that means or the depth of that simply put what it means is that in the same way this poster spoke to you immediately, checked you immediately, something inside you immediately recognized the difference between this poster and other movie posters, that's discernment. Now when you recognize it at that time, now you know it's time to pray, maybe even fast, research, study, read, discipline yourself to investigate. That's what we're talking about when we say have discernment. You won't know the full picture when you see it, but you'll recognize the moment that says something's not right.
0: Absolutely. And even the word prey, P-R-E-Y, meaning like a wolf's prey
1: might be a squirrel.
0: It, it 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 is indicative of a alpha predator. Well the Bible his, says
1: yeah. first of all that's that's specific, but as we're unfolding this, the Bible says that the devil is like a roaring lying seeking whom he may destroy. So when you say a natural predator You're so right, because the picture that was given to us in God's Word tells us he is a predator. He continues to go out and seek what? His prey. Right. So therein, right there, is a good indication. Well, not only that, but, you know, you... you, you the movies you
0: referenced were a little old for a generation. If you don't know Sorry. *Urban Cowboy*, no, that's fine. If you know, and they're great films. *Urban Cowboy* or *Jaws*; yeah. those are like '70s films. But I um, know that gives it, you an indication. The last of time where Carl was it. at the theater, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but um, uh, you, you know, so the the very so once again there was three or four yeah. posters. So the next one is called was called Babylon,
1: like the city
0: of. Yes, Babylon is an upcoming American epic period comedy drama film written and directed by Damien Chalaz. It chronicles the rise and falls of multiple characters during Hollywood's transition from silent film to sound films in the late 1920s. So, I'm reading you the the, the synopsis just, you know, cuz I want people to know like there was actually thought and intention into going. I'm not I'm not just trying to be one of these religious zealots, you know, like I I think of the satanic panic in the 1980s when Yeah, where
1: evil is everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. can't listen
0: to Metallica or right. you can't. There's a movie poster pray for the devil. The next right to it is Babylon. So, Carl, when you hear the word Babylon, what do you automatically go to when you when just the word just what,
1: what does that oh, indicative well, of you there's so much there but I think In, the, a cliff note so much captivity for Israel mm-hmm. so much torment for Israel so much trouble so much pain uh evil um basically almost the Birthplace of evil, in a summary cliff note, and we could give so many reasons why, but demonic, devilish, Mm -hmm. anti-God, anti-Christ, everything you think of that's bad, and everything you think of that has been bad for God's people, Mm -hmm. Babylon sums it up.
0: And we often on the show talk about the Babylonian governmental system that is being resurrected, if you will, now in this day. Correct. Okay, so... So I, I hope you're following me, and I hope the listeners follow following me so far. So the next movie poster, literally right next to it, is called Armageddon Time. Are you kidding me? Sir, I am not. I, I, this I, is like the trifecta I, of... So, so, Hold <laughs> that thought. So Armageddon Time is a 2022 American coming-of-age drama film written and directed and produced by James Gray. The film stars Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong, Bank... Raputa, Jalen Webb, and Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Of course. Uh, inspired by great childhood experiences, the story follows a young Jewish American boy who befriends a rebellious African American classmate, begins to struggle with expectations from his family, and growing up in a world of privilege, inequality, and prejudice. So for me, I, the, the synopsis is just to show people that these are legitimate movies. It's not something that I'm making up. Pray for the devil. Babylon and Armageddon time right in a row and I'm standing there literally I feel smacked in the face and arrested as I'm looking at this and I, I just felt God speak to me there is a message here now and most people I personally believe and this is my assumption would walk by those and not think twice oh new movies in that specific order, Pray for the Devil, Babylon, Armageddon Time, there is a subliminal message of evil being pronounced that we have to be alert and discernful of. Whether, these movies, they they seem to have nothing really to do with one another, but they do. When you put the pieces together, they do. So one, I'm going to boast on my my beautiful wife for a moment because... She comes back out. I go to get us some popcorn and stuff and she, she's looking at the same thing as she walks over she goes, "Babe, look at this. They're telling us something." So I I I'm just I want to boast because it made me proud because she was discerning the same thing I was. Exactly. But, yeah. But but I I want So this is the experience that we're getting so far. So at this point, I'm already kind of heightened spiritually like the there, what is going on? You know, like, I'm just noticing this. So we go sit in the theater, you know, having our popcorn, having a good time. And all, listen, I, I know The Rock. I love his films.
1: He seems like a good dude. For those of you that don't know, that's Dwayne Johnson.
0: Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Um, but, I, you know, I just, we just wanted an a afternoon where we didn't have to think about anything. We didn't have to worry about selling a house or doing this or doing, we just wanted a fun afternoon. And we're like, hey, normally The Rock delivers, or Dwayne Johnson delivers those things. Yes. Halfway through the movie, he did. And I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of Black Adam. This is Black Adam is a 2002 American superhero film starring Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, as the titular DC comic character. The film is a spinoff of Shazam 2019 and the 11th film in the DCEU. That's the DC Extended Universe, for those who don't know, by Guami Calais Sierra, written by Adam Skislaut and Rory Haynes and and Sharab Naravi. I, I'm sure I'm killing these names, so sorry. Uh, and produced by Dwayne Johnson. Um, in, addition to John, in addition to Johnson, the film stars Aldous Hodge, Noah Can. Centino, Sarah Shirani, Morvan Kenwazi, Quintessa Swindall, and Pierce Brosnis. It's produced by New Line Cinema, DC Films, Seven Buck Production, and Flynn Picture Company, and it's distributed by Warner Brother Pictures. The story centers around Adam, an ancient superhuman who is released from his magic imprisonment by a group of archaeologists to free the nation of Kendak, From a crime syndicate inter-gang. So, I'm expecting just to go see a superhero film. Sure. Okay? Based on that synopsis. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Halfway through the film, it was exactly what I wanted. It was... (laughs) You know, this was not a film directed by Kubrick. Yeah. You know, this was not. <laughs> this was not a Clockwork Orange. This was not 2001. You know, this wasn't Schindler's List. This this wasn't high art. This is a stupid popcorn. I'm gonna punch somebody in the face.
1: Absolutely. It, it's a guy movie.
0: Yeah. And my wife, bless her heart, loves that stuff. Like okay. we just watched Batman. Uh, you know, just you know, we we watched the Avengers the other day. So she she loves that stuff, and I'm thankful for that. But halfway through the film, Carl, there was a very dastardly turn of events. What happened is the main villain revealed himself halfway through. And once again, this is spoiler alert. I'm not going to encourage you to see this movie. I I wish I could get my money back. I, I feel personally, morally, and spiritually insulted that I would not heard any reviewer talk about what we're about to talk about.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: be it, you know, Christian or not. But the main villain reveals himself, who uh, I'm just going to read about okay. the main villain. The main villain's named Sabic, S-A-B-B-A-C. And it says, he is the last descendant of King Anton and the militant leader of the forces of the criminal organization Intergang invading Kandak. So he, his role so far in this film, up to this point, he's the leader of the gang that's oppressing this place where okay. Black Adam is. This is where it turns bad. This is within this revelation. It says, unlike Black Adam, Sabbok was bestowed with the powers of the six most powerful demons of hell. Satan, Aim,
1: Bilal, Beelzebub, Asmatis, and By the way, for those that don't know, those are real demons. They are yes. That are named in Scripture, and of course we know Lucifer. Yes. So. Oh my gosh. I I even feel. So wait a minute. He has the in this movie. The, like, Genetical DNA Implanted in him Of all six of them Into one Is what you're trying to say In some way? Is that what that summary meant? I I would word it
0: as At one point He says or does something Okay In some sort of incantation Okay And these six Demons Or these six
1: spirits Yes Which,
0: by the way, Even the number six We gotta be discerning Even the number six Is significant It's It's
1: man's number
0: Yes They possess him, they, he allows them to come in and take over. At that moment, he literally becomes into the archetypal figure of what you think Satan looks like. He has the horns, the tail, red, flesh, you, you know, fiery. Yes. On the center of his chest was a pentagram. Now, at this moment, I, I, I mean, this is like the second week it came out, and there were kids there, Family, you know, it, it was presented as a superhero film, it, it, which I best technically it was. But at this moment, when they started pronouncing this and you saw this transformation take place, the entire atmosphere of that theater changed. At least for me. Sure. I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but at least for me. Instead of just enjoying a dumb Action movie. It it changed in the blink of an eye, and even that in and of itself is a spiritual warning, I believe, to us. But at this moment, I, I'm I'm starting to you know they're showing this guy. He's evil, and even he kills one of the Doctor Fate is his name. He is one of the guys in the Justice Society of America. And when he kills him, he slams his body down, and his body is burnt up in a pentagram. Wow. The, uh, so, you know, Black Adam really isn't a good guy. He's, he's an evil villain, pretty much. But they're attacking his home country. Sure. So he is against this guy by default. So he is the
1: lesser of two evils he in is, this movie.
0: Exa- exactly. This is, uh, so this is kind of where we're going. Long way to go to this direction. What ends up happening is Adam and this guy start... I'm going to just call him Satan. Yeah. Start tangling... And what happens, literally, Adam, who is evil in his nature, grabs him by the head and rips him in half. Literally, from head
1: to head. Disembowels him. Yes.
0: At that point, it's pretty much over, but there's a, always an end credit scene in superhero movies. And I'm going I'm to elaborate more. This is important. I give you guys these details. This might be boring, and I apologize if it is, but this is important to know. At the end of the movie, there's this character named Amanda Waller. She is kind of the head. Like, if you all saw the, the Suicide um, Squad movie, she's kind of like the head of. Okay,
1: like, I know exactly who she is. Okay. She
0: appears and she's like, Adam, if you act up again, if you don't act, go along with us, we're, gonna, we're going to unleash, you know, we're going to stop you. He goes, you know, bring everybody you got. Then at that moment, an actor whose name is Henry Cavill shows up, who is Superman oh. in, the, in the DC universe. Okay. Now this is what you need to know about, and most people aren't going to pick this up. And this is this is why I'm, we have to get closer to the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you this. One of the things with Superman, like I'm a Batman guy all day long, but I love Superman because of the mythology, who was created in Cleveland, of all places, sure. by uh, Jerry Seagal and Joe Shuster and Jerry Seagal, yes. two Jewish boys. There are three primary inspirations for Superman, where one, Samson, with the strength, two, Moses, deliverer, and three, Christ. The entire story of Superman is the father... Sends his son, Kal-El, sends his son, or Jor-El sends his son, Kal-El, in the Superman mythology, to Earth as Earth's savior. Right. It is a Christ-like, not Christ, a Christ-like analogy. Superman always represented pureness and, you know, truth, justice, the American way. American way. Right. Yeah. right. So what was literally going on in this final scene at the end of the movie? You had this villain who, all intents and purposes, you can look at it, is more powerful than the devil himself. Squaring off against the Christ-like figure in this universe. Right. Now, I want to let that sink in. None of this is accidental. Right. You don't spend this kind of money unless you're going to do this purposefully. I, I, I just, I, even as I'm retelling this story, I, I have to, I have to tell you... It is really taking me back and and I 'm like wow i can 't even believe like one i 'm thankful that I believe God showed all of this to me I in my heart and i 'm not knocking people so I don 't mean this to sound arrogant, but i don 't believe most people would have this understanding, but I'm, I want to share it. I felt like as soon as this happened, I felt like God really said, This is the next episode. this is the next thing you 're going to talk about. Later, a couple of weeks later, my, my wife loves animated films, and we were, she put one on, it was called, it was called Hotel Transylvania 2, and I was kind of not, I was kind of watching it, but not watching it, you know? Mm, yes. And the, I guess the whole synopsis was, like, all the universal monsters, <laughs> Dracula, the mummy, the wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Invisible, you know, all, like, these classic movie monsters, if you will, growing up in a cartoon form, and they're here, and they have this hotel in Transylvania. And Dracula, who's the main guy, who's voiced by Adam Sandler, has a, a grandson, and he he wants his grandson to be a vampire, but mm-hmm. his grandson's not a vampire, yeah, because his son and daughter sounds uh, like a comedy almost. Yeah, it kind of well, it's it, it's effectively a kids film, but what I noticed is a very similar thing to Black Adam. The at the end, the main Dracula. Um, Vlad, his name, Vlad the Impaler, who was a real person in history who the Dracula mythos came from, uh, was Dracula's dad. And what happened, there was this evil rogue vampire who turned into a bat, who kidnapped his, well, his grandson, and these evil monsters went to fight this other evil monster and it was presented in, it, he got his kid, his grandson back, but the, the it was all presented in fun and jokes. Same like with Black Adam. It's a, it's effectively, a, no adult takes, they, well, no adult should take superhero movies, no matter how good they are, seriously. Because they're just superhero. It, yeah. It's meant to be fun. They're effectively kids' movies, I can say, confidently, even though I'm a big fan of them. And what we're seeing right now is, I'm noticing, that this is what the Word of God says, Carl, and I want you to, you know, speak, or I want you to, if you want to add anything after this. Romans twelve twenty one says this. Do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Right. What we, are, what we saw, in, what I saw in Black Adam, and even this Hotel Transylvania, evil, a lesser evil was overcoming a greater evil. There was, not until, with Black Adam, not until the end when the veritable Christ figure appeared, was there any hint that this, that Black Adam was a good dude? But his evil overcame this other evil. And I'm starting to see this right now in in the world very very succinctly very strongly that there are these quote unquote levels of evil you know oh there's like white witches and there's you know there's this and you know there's that yes. and so on and so forth yes and and what I I need to encourage people with is that evil is evil and it, it, it what what's being shown and what's being presented is is. Folly. It, 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 it's a ruse. It is not accurate. Evil cannot overcome
1: evil. Evil right. just multiplies. Right. 100 percent agree. So everything that you've is shared, and everything that you've built up to, leads us to a very important announcement, and that is this: evil is not a person. Evil is not an act. It's not something that you see displayed by a movie poster or a movie at its root. Evil is a spirit. And that is what we have to recognize when you talk about lesser evil, greater evil, and that lesser evil is good because lesser evil defeats greater evil. The truth of the matter is evil is a spirit. It comes from the pits of hell. It's a characteristic that naturally develops from Satan himself. It's a byproduct of Lucifer. Evil is the recognition of the devil. And when you understand that evil is more people would say it's more rampant now it's more visible now i can feel that evil now it's worse than it used well, to be i'm I, hearing all of these I, I things about think, evil right
0: i you know you used to one of the things with evil you used to think oh it lurks in the shadows like there there was a, a subversiveness to it. it that's not the case anymore no, it's I, a, and, in your face thing well, right now. And, and like well if you once again i think if you're discerning in which we're trying to get to Whether it be the movie posters or whether it be something as blatant as what's going on in this Black Adam film or that other film. Or by the words
1: out of the mouth of a lot of people. Right. Like by what they say, not just their actions. But the root of an act is a thought. And I've said this 100,000 times. It is impossible for you to do anything. You cannot take any action whatsoever unless it begins with a thought. Now, some actions are quicker. We call those impulsive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, they're Reactions, reactatory. Yeah. They're not thought out. They're not planned out, but it still is a thought. Your body cannot move without the brain giving a command. So people are looking at acts and they're being concerned with the acts that they're seeing because they're evil. I'm not i am a guy that never wants to stay on the surface of a situation i never want to look at the surface and accept what i am seeing as the problem the problem always goes below below the surface any life form you see on this planet that is above ground that is connected to the ground It's life began under the ground. It didn't begin on the ground. I'm done with surface Christianity. I'm done with surface relationships. I'm done with surface discussions. I don't even waste my valuable words, and not because I say them, but because I make reference to the Word of God, because God's Word is truth. Nobody that I know right now, that I love right now, in their personal life, And when you say personal, what do you mean personal? I mean the part of the life they don't share because they're too embarrassed even with people they love. That part of their personal life, there is no liberty and there is no freedom in their life whatsoever when it comes to emotion, confidence, security, peace, all of those things are missing from the people that i am talking to well why i'll tell you why the bible says that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free well why why is that how is it just the, the truth well the, because the bible also says that jesus is the truth that is the name given to him in scripture Jesus is the truth, and in Jesus is freedom. And people want to know, why is there so much an assault on the truth? Why are they covering the truth? Why are they distorting the truth? Because in reality, they're trying to cover Jesus. They're trying to distort the truth. They're trying to make a lie out of Jesus. Because if Jesus is the truth... And true freedom comes by knowing the truth. And people are being blocked at every corner by hearing the truth. They're really being assaulted and attacked with a blockade against Jesus himself. Because Jesus is truth. And freedom is found in truth. And so I'm done with wasting my energy and my time because life is too short. And I don't have enough of it yet to live i don't know if i'm even going to make it out of the world studios and that's the truth i never used to believe that i used to think i did i used to teach it and preach it but i can tell you right now it's a reality and it's a truth and it's changed me and i'll never be the same i'll never ever go back to that guy that never gave his best that always got by by giving second best and the truth of the matter is if we're talking about evil, we should do it with our best. We should talk about it with truth. We should unveil it not worry about the consequences of what people are going to think or say. I don't care anymore because I know the intent of my heart. I know why I'm willing to offend because I'm doing it out of love. And God's word always offends because God's word convicts. And if you're not convicted, if you don't feel offense to what's being said, then you're not being challenged and you're not being changed. And that is where we are right now. People are so scared to say the truth, to speak the truth, to speak the name of Jesus, because they don't want to offend. They don't want to close the door to a relationship that they have with somebody because they're scared that if I speak his name or say the truth or say something, even if it's in love, if I have somehow in the slightest way offended somebody or made somebody uncomfortable, they're going to shut me out of their life. They're going to close me out of their life. They're going to cancel me out, and I don't want to lose them. But I'm going to tell you something that i've come to realize i would rather lose every relationship in my life right now than the relationship of intimacy i have with jesus because every other relationship in my life fails every other relationship in my life is not its best unless my relationship with jesus is at its optimum intimate level and if that happens then every other relationship in my life is valuable and thriving and it's blessed. And that is pretty much where I want the direction of our podcast to go and the direction of the listeners that listen to go. And that is my goal because I believe that if you're going to change the world, you do it one person at a time and in this world that change begins in me it begins with me and until I change the world can't change
0: I wanted to share something else and I I wasn't going to say this until you said that and I I thank you for saying that but (laughs) and, and this is the you know, we talk about your best. Like for me, I genuinely hope and want and strive to be authentic. Loyalty and authenticity are characteristics I highly prize. My wife and I have been, you know, trying to look for a home church for some time. And we visited a church a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to name the church, although I, I, it's not that I want to get in trouble. I just don't feel like that's my place to do that. Right. I understand. But what I want to say is this. The person speaking was using a translation called the Passion. This is a new translation. And as they were using this translation, it was a neutering of the gospel. Okay. They were talking about grace. Have you ever heard the, the, the passage, we are saved by faith through grace, which is the free gift of of Christ, the free gift from Christ. You know the verse I'm referring to? Yes. The pastor, the person speaking, was using that verse as their main text. Except when they put the verse on the screen, it said, We are saved by grace. The rest was not there. It didn't say anything about we are saved by grace through faith, for eternal life, which is a free gift of Christ. We are just saved by grace. There is no acknowledgement of Christ. And I'm sorry, I, I you, when you talk about discernment, you talk about one of the best ways to cultivate discernment, I believe, is to know the Word of God. And I was literally seated by my wife, and I pull up the scripture on my phone. I'm like, this is what the scripture should say. This yeah. is not what's being taught. So started doing Digging Some around. and there's this new translation of the scripture going around. It's called The Passion. I guess it's all the rage, and it's basically... Someone from the Bethel organization put this together, and from what I my research led me to understand is that a angel came to this person and said, "Here is a translation that evokes feeling, and it gives people the gist of it." It sounded very Joseph Smith Mormon esque to me, but the more I started digging into this passion, this is like all the rage, but but it's a neutering of the gospel. And the reason I even bring this up, and it's not to cut you off, it's just to say we are being assaulted on all levels. Like me and my wife being kind of – I was naive thinking I could just go see a dumb movie, not realizing that they're advertising, say, you know, pray I don't for know the Devil, ex- Babylon, y- Armageddon, yeah. Time, and then, you know, li- literally Eve, a demigod destroying the Satan. You know, this – and then you go to a church, which you think is a safe place, it's a sanctuary, and, and there's a, a, there is a neutering of the true word. When, and what I took quite offense to is that they forgot to mention we're saved by faith through grace, which is from Christ. And it takes faith. It isn't just grace. Right.
1: It's faith in Christ.
0: Right. But what I want to bring attention to is, is the fact that we have to be on guard everywhere we go. We have to literally ask and invite Holy Spirit to come with us, to lead our footsteps, I would even say. So that now that we are in this time, you may disagree, and that's fine. I'm making you aware of things that are happening within the last couple of weeks of my life. Carl just shared experiences similar with people that are very close to him in his personal life, and, and I would even argue himself uh, when he gets a chance to share one thing, I have another verse here I just want to share real quick. And you know, go, and this is why I wanted to share, because going back to what he even said in the church, this is 1 Corinthians 2, verses 1 to 5. This is from the New International Version. It says, And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing. Nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith may not rest in human wisdom, but in God's power." We are in a point now where even the churches are refusing to, ign- it's this wise and persuasive, oh, I feel, oh, it's grace. I'm, you know, and, and I love grace. I'm so thankful for grace. Amazing grace, I see the sound that saved a wretch like me, right? But with, when, when Paul who authored the, the majority of the New Testament, is telling you, and, and this is a gentleman who was an extreme scholar. He was
1: absolutely a fa- trained by the best.
0: Yes, Pharisee of the Pharisees. In that day, he, he had doc, master, master doctorates. He was at, at the upper echelon of the educational system of his day. Telling you, he did not come with wise and persuasive words in human wisdom, but in much fear and trembling, but as a demonstration of the Spirit's power. If you are a Christian, if you are a leader of a church, we need to get back to this. It's not this humanity, be a good human. Christ said, "There. why do you say you am good? There is none good but God. I, and I've even in my life stopped saying, I'm a good dude. Or, I'm a good man. I'm not, because that's what the Word said. There, Christ himself said, there is no one good but God. That's right. So we have to get back to this point. Where we acknowledge we are nothing, you know, God scoffs at our wisdom. The wisdom of man is foolishness to God. That's right. so, So we have to understand, right now, we are being numbed, we are being dumbed down, we are being drunk off of false spirits, we are being wooed by lesser lovers, and I'm talking about myself, I'm trying to, you know, just... Wean myself from things that I know, like God's starting to point out, like being on my phone too much or being idle, not
1: idle. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Yeah, you Me know.
0: Too. so I am speaking in, in, of encouragement right now. If you're hearing this, I believe God wants to, you to hear this to acknowledge, to activate the Holy Spirit inside of you. That when you are in the theater or when you're in the grocery store or when you're, you know, uh, in, in the holiday season that we're at right now, as we begin to walk into 2023, my personal thoughts are that things are going to keep trending in this direction they are i don't see there's the, no way around it and right. it's scriptural exactly i don't see the brakes being pumped so no. what that means is that we have to put on put our foot on the gas excel with god like carl said we need to fast we need to pray we need to remove things from our life that that are contrary to the word of god um and, and i want to encourage you this isn't to beat you down if you're in a church find out what translation that the, the the pastor is speaking from and i know you know people can get in arguments well king james was a homosexual or you know that's not the real greek or okay that's fine when the word is being neutered like this and even a scripture that talks about being saved through faith in christ is neutered, be attentive to that because it is only through Christ that there is any kind of salvation. It's only through Christ there's any kind of forgiveness. It's only through Christ there is any kind of
1: entrance into the kingdom of heaven. That's right. The Bible says there is one mediator between man and God, and that is Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is our payment for sin, our perpetuation for sin, our substitute for sin, and there's no other access Unto God, according to, to his word, then through Jesus. The door is closed. There is no access. There is no relationship. There is no acknowledgement until you go to the Father through the Son. Not a Pope. Not a nun. Not a preacher. No one. Just Jesus. And, you know, I'm just going to say this and close this one up. We may have, on the surface, painted a bleak picture of things by just simply speaking the truth. And I'm not going to try and remove that. But I can tell anyone that is listening, and I'm going to tell you. When I was away from our podcast, I was shown in my spirit. And what I mean by that is I didn't have a vision. I didn't have a dream I started seeing things differently. Let me give you an example. Do you ever look at a brand new car and get so excited if you've ever gotten one? When you look at that thing, that's the greatest thing in the world. But then when you're short on money, when the budget is tight and payday comes to pay for that car and you write a check or you do a, a, a transfer of money, when you're doing that at that moment, sometimes you're like, man, why would I ever get that car? I just cut loose with this money. I can't afford it. I don't, I'm not happy that I got to get rid of this money. So you're looking at the same thing in a totally different way. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. The same vehicle that was fast on the country roads that brought you happiness That's one way of looking at it. But then payday comes and you start looking at it differently, right? I've looked at things differently now. I'm looking at the same things, but somehow they're looking different. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying I am submitting to allow Holy Spirit to show me the things the way he sees them, the way he wants me to see them. And that's what I'm saying. And what I can tell anyone that's listening, this was a great podcast to build the foundation of the evil that is here, of the evil that lurks and that also displays itself proudly and painting this picture because I want everyone to realize we are at the footsteps of ultimate destruction. We are at the doorsteps of ultimate destruction. And that's a good place to be spiritually. Now, people would say he's lost his mind. I'm going to show you next podcast. This is just a tease. The proper conditions of a nation historically for a move of God upon that nation that's never been seen in its history all throughout scripture and world history and how it has nothing to do with God. There's your confusion. So people think about that all week as you're driving. How could the greatest moves of God in history have nothing to do with Him? Well, I'll show you. <laughs> I'm excited about it.
0: All right. Well, tune in next week. Same bat time, same bad station, and we will make sure you have that information. So, Carl, I'm glad we're back in the saddle. Missed you. Uh, I, I, and I, I feel a rem- I feel
1: this one was different.
0: Yeah, I feel a renewed sense of purpose and, and and precision, and and I'm I'm very thankful to the Almighty for that. Um, but thankful that you guys are tuning in. Please share. I, we when we ask you to share, we really are asking you to please share. I've talked to so many people over the last month or so since we've been gone that are desperate and thirsting and hungering for spiritual truth that they are not getting at these mainline, and I don't care if it's a Pentecostal Baptist. Presbyterian whatever there people are not getting at church, and I'm not saying that's because Carl and I are all that. I'm just saying that I think God wants to speak to whomever will listen, and I think we're just dumb enough to try to facilitate that so um Please share because there is a desperation and a hunger and a need for the truth. And you can find us anywhere podcasts are, Flocast CLE, We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Breaker, Anchor.fm. We are also on Rumble under Flawed Inc. You can find us on the Project Mocky Bird social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on Gab, Parler, and Getter, all under Flawed Inc. Get a copy of my book. Link is below. As Christmas is approaching, great prize to give to the the man or young man in your life. Our email is FlawedInc, at gmail.com. Send us the email if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And, I'm looking forward to uh, Carl's message and sharing with us next week, as I'm sure you guys are. Uh, So we will see you
1: later.